not so sure that uh, Mike is worthy of an MC introducing her, but we've assembled quite the crowd in this here studio to get Micah ready for her opening act this weekend as she performs at Side Splitter Sunday night, opening up for a mainstay of the local comedy circuit, a cat named Mo. You can hear him on the Soul Brother Kevin show every night. We have an MC to uh, introduce Micah and uh, take it away, sir. How's everybody doing tonight? Yay. Thank you so much for uh, coming out to Side Splitters Comedy Club. Everybody excited to see a cat named Mo later this evening? Woo! Oh, we got some good-looking people out there. Well, let me tell you what. You are in for a treat right now. Uh, coming up to the stage, we have a woman who is oozing positivity. She is wrestling royalty. She is a superstar that you can hear every day on 102.5 The Bone on Drew Garabo Live from 2 to 6, actually just Monday and Friday. But she is going to warm your hearts and make you laugh if you can put your hands together for the one and only Micah Rotunda. Thank you. Thank you for that lovely introduction, John. Thank you for White Claw. Hashtag not paid, but it can be if you want it to. Thank you for being here. Uh, so a cat named Mo asked me to open for him tonight. A couple months ago, he had me do the same thing. Apparently, I did something right. So I'm not really sure how long he wants me to entertain you all, but uh, maybe 15, maybe 20. Those are Mo's instructions. He's a good guy. But thinking about this time of year, going into the holidays, my favorite time of year, we're nearing Thanksgiving. Anybody have a family who has like really strong traditions? Uh -uh. Yeah, me either. But I do have a Russian grandmother, 100% Russian. We fly her down from New York every single year. She comes into town and then all of a sudden, we're Russian. So she walks in, first thing you have to do, make parochi. I'm like, what are we making? Parochi. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's uh, pierogies. But we, it can be parochi if that's what you want. So we honor her. We're like, okay, Baba's Russian. We're going to follow her traditions. So around Christmas time, because we keep her down here all the way through the winter, we always honor that in Russian Orthodox religion, you don't eat the flesh of a warm-blooded animal. So my family, a bunch of carnivores are like, oh, great. Baba doesn't want any steak. So instead, we replace that. We have some lobster tails. So last Christmas, we're cooking up everything for Christmas dinner. And my brother walks in and says, you know, I want to be a part of this. So I'm going to make a recipe. And we let him do his thing. I'm like, he's not a very good cook, but we'll, we'll let him have his moment. So my brother knows how to make one thing really well. It's bacon, which is the flesh of a warm-blooded animal. <laughs> so he goes home. He gets cooking. Comes back a couple hours later, walks in. Pan of bacon-wrapped shrimp with barbecue sauce. Gourmet. We're sitting down, we're having lobster tail. Lobster tail, we're feeling bad and bougie, everybody's dipping it in their butter. I look over at Baba, loading up her plate. I see the shrimp, I didn't connect it at the time. Everybody's sitting there, we're having a great Christmas dinner. When out of nowhere, Baba looks up and says, Wenda, this bacon, or he, she didn't even notice it was bacon. This shrimp is delicious. Room goes silent. I watch my dad slowly look up from his plate over at his mother and say, Mom, those are wrapped in bacon, which is against your religion. So at that moment, the, everybody just goes silent. You don't know what you're going to do. You, everybody just kind of looks at each other or looks off into a distance like, what's going to happen right now? So Baba proceeds to look up, 
not make eye contact with anybody and say, well, it's a good thing I'm going to hell anyways. <laughs> and keeps eating the bacon. That's Baba. She's a very strong woman. I come from a long line of strong people. Even the women, like on my mother's side, everybody's just kind of independent. And as you can see by my very frail stature, I too inherited that. It's kind of intimidating. Think about dating, everybody's always like, why are you single? Guys love you. I'm like, yeah, that's because uh, I speak bro code. I can hang with them. But it's hard to date, especially when you have six professional wrestlers in your family. So I explain my family slowly, but surely I, I get to that with a guy. Yeah, so my dad, he was a, he was a businessman, carried a briefcase to work, occasionally hit people in the face with it. Oh, uh, and my brothers, yeah, they're really, really cool. I'm close with them. One plays a cult leader, casually, and the other will bow down. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> that was bland. <laughs> what was that? You can't do that in the 21st century and get away with it. I slipped, I'm sorry. Everybody duck. If that happens on Sunday, everybody duck. So explaining that to men is usually really intimidating. So in my mind's eye, I thought, you know what? I just need to go to another country. I'm going to go to Fiji. I feel like me and the Fijian men will connect. They live on the islands. They're used to strong women who can carry water from island to island. So I get there. First day on the islands. Welcome, Bulavinaka, Yasaiwa Islands. I walk up and I'm like, this is my place. So I feel in my heart of hearts that I belong in the island. So I'm like, just waiting to meet my soulmate. He's definitely got to be here. So we take this boat across the ocean. Pretty sure we're going to die. Just a little John boat, about 30 miles per hour. Get to this island where there's a cave. So I crawl down into the island. I look around. And then I see my guy. This guy's crawling 30 feet up into on top of the rocks. Dives into the water. I go, this is it. It's finally happening. My soulmate. He gets out of the water, and so I approach him, like Moana. Stand on top of a rock. Hello. Bula Vinaka. He just looks at me and goes, you want to grow in the cave? I say, yes. You want to take me in the cave? He goes, yes. Pregnancy hole. Let's go. <laughs> I go, okay. <laughs> and followed him. <laughs> So here I am inside this cave, it's pitch black, pretty sure I'm going to die at any moment, but I'm like, it's fine, I'm with my soulmate inside the pregnancy hole. <laughs> I come to find out that this is a 30-foot climb inside of a cave, and then you shimmy down a wall where you're either going down a rigid path or a straight path where you die. I trusted him. We survived this together. We finished climbing out of the cave, we swim over to a rock. I was like, this is where he proposes. We're staying there. I slowly gaze at him. He looks at me, shakes his head, and he goes, you play rugby? <laughs> Not my guy. <laughs> Not my guy. So then Fiji just turned into a ambitious, <laughs> ambitious trip of me being Moana. So I decide, nope, I'm going to be a strong, independent woman in Fiji as well. So 
you get on the islands and they let you take out these paddle boards and let you do whatever you want, kind of. I mean, it's silence. So I take a paddle board out and I hear one of the nice islander men yell, it's windy, go far. So I paddle like a mile and a half out. And then it dawns on me that this guy said, it's windy, don't go very far. <laughs> so I'm in the middle of the ocean. Imagine it, a paddle board. I'm Moana, I'm just going. I can hear the music, how far I'll go. And then I stop and I realize I'm now in a horror film and I'm gonna die. A shark is probably gonna get me. So I turn around, I lay on my stomach and I paddle with my whole entire existence to get to the shore. After a mile I get back, I pull up to the shore and I run out of the water and I just look like a savage and I know I did, I was so proud. There stands that same guy, he says, you play rugby? <laughs> so no luck in theater. Yay! Thank you to uh, the crisis management team yeah. <laughs> uh, accurately here today. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, we, we really needed that. Micah Rotundi, you were great. Uh, anyone care to rate Micah's performance? John, what would you say? Um, I'll let somebody else do it. All right, uh, because we work with her every day and we see her all the time. Anyone want to uh, want to rate Micah's performance? Uh, I and think it would be best to, to probably ask Keith Lawless what he thought of the performance. The, the big boss. I mean, 10. Oh, 10. 10. 10. Oh, that was, that was 10 out of 50. Good oh, job, wow. Micah. That was very, very, well very HR appropriate. Uh, we want to thank all of our coworkers yeah. for taking time out of their busy day for coming to see Micah Rotunda perform. Thanks to Micah Rotunda. She'll be opening up for a cat named Mo this Sunday night at Side Splitters. Micah, your courage uh, is amazing. You're fearless. And I look forward to uh, seeing the finished product this uh, this Sunday as you uh, as you open up for a cat named Mo. I love it. She's got guts. And uh, we will return with today's It's Okay, It's Not Okay uh, involving the fallout from uh, the Miles Garrett fracas on football last night. Um, a legal question, if you will, about what happens on the field of sport versus what happens in the courtroom next on Drew Garabba Live.